Welcome and thank you for joining us in on the Engine Builder Show. For today's topic, Gabe will be talking about how to outlast your competition no matter what storm comes your way. Thank you everybody for tuning in and enjoy the show. Good morning everybody. There was always a time to learn. One thing that I have realized over the years as an entrepreneur is that no matter what you think is going to happen, no matter how good things are going or how bad things are going or whatever is going on in the business or your personal life, that storms are going to be coming your way. And ideally, we want to be in a position where we're prepared, where we can outlast our competition. We can you know, deal with what comes our way. And in order to be prepared, we have to think ahead and we have to start to develop things that are going to carry us through those rough spots. I know we talked earlier this week about what I believe is a, you know, my opinion and what I'm seeing from my experience, we're definitely headed into a recession. Um, and you never know when exactly this is going to happen. And you never know exactly how long they're going to last, but they do happen periodically. So that's a storm that is likely coming our way, um, if not is already here officially or unofficially. Um, other things that happen is you can lose, lose key employees. You can lose big, you know, client accounts that affect revenue. Um, you can have things happen personally, a divorce, a death, death in the family, um, you know, unexpected sickness. There's all these things that happen unexpectedly that bring storms our way. And so when those happen, we can either give up, fold up and die as a business and our competition eats us, or we can go through those challenges and we can outlast our competition because if we focus on the long term, if we have these foundational things in place, then we have the ability to grow and scale for the long run. And we just learn from the storm. We gain experience and wisdom. It doesn't crush us. So the first thing that I would encourage you to do in is you're looking at how do I outlast the competition? How do I really build a business that's going to last for the long run is to focus on relationships first. That's uh, our first guiding principle here at Business Marketing Engine for a reason. Because I believe not only just from a belief standpoint, but from my experience um, and what I've seen that if you focus on taking good care of people, if you focus on the relationships, then you have clients for life. If you focus on taking good care of your employees and, and you really do everything you can to serve them, then you will have loyal employees, team members that are going to help you grow. Um, if you focus on your relationships and your personal life first and you really invest in them and you show up and go 100% of the way, whenever you can, then you're going to have a lot of goodwill out there. And I remember um, hearing years ago how this one entrepreneur had a billion dollar launch day. He did a billion dollars of sales in one day, which at that point was a world record. Um, I would assume it probably still is, but that's a lot of money to make in one day. And, the, and I, he was being interviewed and you know the, the host asked him like, how did you do this? This is crazy. I don't know how that'd be impossible. Um, and he said, well, for many years before, for at least four or five years before, I focused intensely on building up my Goodwill bank account. I focused on investing in relationships and showing up and serving however I possibly could because I knew there was going to be a time where I would need help. I would need these relationships. And he didn't do it transactionally in the moment of like, I'm keeping score and I'm going to keep track of all this. But he just chose to serve and show up. And because of that, it was his attitude. When he asked for help, he was able to get the help he needed and he 
didn't, you know, just outlast a storm. He crushed his competitors. There was nobody on the map compared to what he was able to do. And so regardless of how you go about it, you, I believe, if you just really look internally, you look in your heart, you'll know how to focus on honoring a relationship first, showing up and doing what's best for the other person in a way that you would want to be treated in their situation. And that is the number one thing that will help you outlast the competition. That's how huge companies build amazing customers' experiences. It's how small companies beat the big competitors because they choose to focus on relationships first. So that's the first thing. Second thing is make sure you deliver consistent results. People will leave your services, will stop using your product more from variability in the consistency, you know, lack of consistency in what they get product and service-wise than they will for it not having the latest feature. Imagine if you logged on to Facebook today or LinkedIn, whatever one you may use more, or even YouTube, um, and it was not working today. And then a few hours later, it was working. And then tomorrow, it wasn't working. And then it was working for a little bit, and it was off and on. You would just abandon the site eventually. That's what happens when sites you know, don't have good infrastructure or good tech, because if people can't consistently get on the platform and get value from it, then they, they're going to go somewhere else where there's more consistency. So don't worry about having all the latest features and all the latest you know, options in your service. Focus on delivering consistent results at a high quality level. And that will help you outlast the competition who is chasing new trends and new ideas, but they can't deliver on the basics. The next thing to really focus on as it relates to outlasting your competition and weathering the storms is eliminate all your non-profitable work. Um, and then that will help you build a war chest of cash. And so if it's often tempting to go, oh, well, like some work is better than no work, but there are probably a couple exceptions to that. But generally speaking, if you're doing non-profitable work, um, and you're in business to make a profit, then all you're doing is digging a bigger hole that will take you longer to get out of. And ultimately it will force you out of business. That's what forced me out of business um, years ago with my first business is because I wasn't profitable. If you're profitable and you've eliminated all the non-profitable work, then you're gonna be able to build a big war chest of cash. And it means a little blip in the economy when there's a recession isn't gonna matter. Um, you lose a big customer, that's okay. You can go get more because you have cash and credit and you have, you know, really have health in your financial world. Um, and so that's really important. And the last thing, which I continue to learn a lot about, and a friend of mine, Brandon Poland, talks about this a lot, which I really enjoy, um, is building a moat around your business to protect yourself. So the basics of that, there's a lot of ways to do that kind of tactically in your product and your services and things like that. But the basics are always important to look at first. The basics are, do you have liability insurance? Um, are you, you know, do you have a CPA you're working with? So you're up to date on your taxes. Um, do you have, you know, strong contracts in place that clearly specify what you do and what you don't do? Have you taken the time to, you know, make sure your legal entity is formed correctly? All of those things create protection so that if something bad happens, it doesn't have to affect you as negatively as it would if you didn't have that mode of protection. The other thing to think about as you look at how do I build a mode around my business is making it in a positive, healthy, and ethical way difficult for people to say, you know what, I'm just going to switch from you to a different service or competitor because of the value they would lose. Not because, not just contractually, yes, you should have contracts in place that protect you and your client and are fair and ethical, but you should really be stacking up the value in such a way that folks may find it hard to leave because it's difficult to, you know, 
leave you and not get the same value somewhere else, leave you and then have to take on work themselves that they don't want to do. There's a lot of ways to be intentional about how you engineer this mode of protection around your business and yourself. And so just uh, to recap, if you want to outlast your competitors and go through the storms that are guaranteed to come your way as an entrepreneur, regardless of what type of storm they are, focus on your relationships first. The relational capital is the most important capital to have in life and especially business. Deliver consistent results. Eliminate your non-profitable work. The things that are costing you money are not at the profit level that they should be so that you can build a war chest of cash and build a motor on your business that protects you and the business. So I hope that's useful to you. If you have any questions, reach out. I'd love to hear from you. I love answering questions on the show. And so if you have any questions, I can answer them live. Or if you just want to talk to me privately, you can reach out at businessmarketingengine.com or shoot me a message here on any of our channels. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.